You're listening to TNM Coaching Unplugged. TNM Unplugged features the diverse perspectives of a thriving global community of coaches, leaders, and experts. And it's all for you. And welcome everybody to TNM Coaching Unplugged and Zoran Todorovich Interconnected Podcast. Welcome. It's one of these wonderful podcasts we're going to explore and have a great guest who is going to elevate our understanding of success. In this podcast, we're always elevating our heart, our soul, our to the next level of itself, to the next level of existence. And I hope this conversation today is going to help you become a best possible version of yourself and to learn something new, to you know get the new angle of something that you already know and to explore something that you have not considered before. So today we have a dear friend of mine, Andre Babikian joining us, and he is an amazing guy. Why he's an amazing guy? He's an amazing guy because when I look into his career and what he has accomplished in his life, I'm always impressed. And I, I share this with him and he doesn't believe me. He's always like, what are you talking about? What are you talking But honestly, you know, sometimes being humble in, in your own career, in your own life, it's always a beautiful thing. So Andre, first of all, he's an actor and he has a beautiful, lovely and successful acting career behind him. You know, some of you, you might recognize him from different programs and shows, shows and movies. He is also a wonderful facilitator and coach. He is absolutely gifted in using his acting skills and using what he knows actor can do and then conveying all of those skills back to the people around the world that he has coached in organizations, in small businesses, and individually. He is also an author of the presentation skills book that is also right now available in English language. And we're going to talk about his book a little bit later down the line and how you can uh, order that book. I think the book is called Discovery, right, Andre? I just forget this second. It is called Delivery. Delivery. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, oh my God, I went back to, you know, Delivery. Sorry, the book is called Delivery. delivery. We're going yeah. to talk about delivery as well. Mm-hmm. And then also he has a restaurant, you know, a successful restaurant in Copenhagen. And, you know, he's also a host and creates wonderful atmospheres for people who come and, and experience his magical food in collaboration with other business partners of his. And today we're going to talk about success. And we're going to look into the success from the point of view of how do we really redefine success to be something that you really can enjoy, thrive with, learn from. Instead of just seeing success as something that you really need to accomplish and achieve and struggle and, you know, be uncomfortable with and be burned out with. And eventually when you feel that success is not something that you really wanted. So we really want to look into the success and what is success, how we redefine success, what does it mean to be successful and so on and so forth. So this is going to be a topic of our conversation today. So Andrew, welcome. Thank you very much, Soren. And what an introduction. Oh my God. Oh my God. (laughs) Thank you so much. I'm and you know I love you too. And my <laughs> very much, my friend. So thank you very much. It was a yeah. And also, also people come to this podcast and they always say, my God, you, you, you kind of you blow the trumpets, you introduce us in such a beautiful way. But it's true. Mm-hmm. You know, I say to everybody, even to the last guest who is accomplished author and she's published all around the world. When I introduced you, she was like, oh my God, is it really me? Mm-hmm. It's really us. It's really you. So I'm really grateful to have you on today's call. So thank you. You have been in multiplicities of industries. I mean, mm-hmm. you're 
from acting to coaching to restaurant to even more. We didn't cover all of the, you know, mm-hmm. all of your creative expressions. So how do you define your own success? What do you feel it's definition of success? Let's start from the top and then we can decode it a little bit mm-hmm. down into the, into the conversation. But that is the key question because what is success? And I used many, many years to try to, 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 to reflect on that question. Um, and for me, success was something 20 years ago. It's something completely different today. Mm-hmm. And um, I learned it the hard way. We can talk about that a little later, maybe. But I uh, was once chasing a rabbit called success, mm-hmm. um, which I thought was success, or probably is success for most people, or at least the defini- definition of success. In some way, I didn't have this fulfillment inside me. I didn't, uh, I didn't feel joy, happiness. I didn't have this emotional security. I was, not, I was simply not happy. And I was reflecting a lot about it. I was, what is success and how and what is it that drives us? And for me, to, to do it very simply, for me, we have to take success and take it from an external measurement and do it internally. Success has something to do with the choices you're taking. Mm-hmm. It has something to do with you not being afraid of failing, mm-hmm. um, allowing yourself to put yourself in a space where you can grow. Mm-hmm. Uh, instead of looking for financial security, looking for ranks, positions, looking for a new car, looking for something in somebody else's eyes. Mm-hmm. Of course, financial security is wonderful. And making money is wonderful. Mm-hmm. But it's not everything. In the end of the day, I believe it's not what is making us happy. Mm-hmm. So for me, I was really thinking about where is, where is this thing success in my life? It's not when I'm reaching the end goal. It's not when I'm accomplishing stuff. It is long time before. It is when I'm taking a certain decision, which demands some courage of me. Because when I'm taking this decision, I might fail. Mm-hmm. But I know that I will still be fulfilled. Right. And I will still, when I close my eyes, and hopefully more than 45 years, mm-hmm. the last time, look at myself, close my eyes with peace, because I took some decisions in my life. Some brought me success, some didn't. I was always happy, and I was always following my heart and my dreams, and were brave, and, and what I really desired to do. So, yeah, that was a kind of a quick answer or reflection. It's a very, very complex question that I asked you at the top of the call. Absolutely. And for me, what I would love to highlight, what you shared so far, is the deeper fulfillment of feeling that emotional fulfillment. It's one of the definitions of success. The, The ability to follow the heart, the ability to be courageous. You mentioned that making choices and decisions and then 
even if those choices and decisions are not fully comfortable, that you jump into that with courage and then you land into some new reality that you are creating and experiencing. That can also be the definition of success. Mm-hmm. You know, and not only chasing the financial and the material goals. I think you know our culture redefines success, that somebody mm-hmm. who is successful has actually mastered the material realm so to say, mm-hmm. you know, I have a big house, I have a great car, I have a successful business, mm-hmm. I'm financially independent, you know, I can travel, I can, you know, buy expensive clothes and things. So there is a little bit of twist when it comes to how do we traditionally perceive success. And mm-hmm. still, still nowadays, a lot of the people are chasing that image. Mm-hmm. That somebody at one point in time said, this is how success looks like, right? Mm. And what you say, like, hold on a second, let's stop, you know, let's look into this once again, and let's also connect to the success from a different angles. What, what does it really mean for you to mm. be successful? Yeah. Mm. Exactly. Because there's no correlation between success and then feeling joy, happiness, and, mm. and, and this, and call it emotional security. Mm-hmm. Um, it's two different things. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I believe that for me, success at least is engaging with life, mm-hmm. it's engaging with my dreams, it's engaging with what I truly feel and sense in my deepest inner Andre mm-hmm. makes me happy. Regardless, mm-hmm. the way if I fail, mm-hmm. of course, I won't, you know. I'm also realistic. It has to be balanced in a way. And I don't believe that we can do everything we want as long as, I mean, mm-hmm. we just have to do it. I don't, I mean, also have, won't say be a realistic, but we have to, we have to be courageous and we are so afraid of failing. And I believe that mm-hmm. this afraidness of failing is, also a, a good thing because we are or maybe not being afraid of failness, but being afraid of, of, of um, we are, oh, sorry, I lost it. That's okay. Not being afraid of failure. Absolutely. You know, yeah. engaging, but not really feeling, feeling that you, even if you fail, it's okay. You know, because mm-hmm. that's also part of what you were saying, engaging with life. You know, I yeah. love, you know, that notion of you saying this true success comes from the space of you being able to engage with life and really be with life and courageously step into the life. And then if that is failure, <laughs> it's okay, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know what? I, I learned it. Let me tell you a story um, mm-hmm. from my own life. And I, I graduated from the National Theater School almost 20 years ago, or more than 20 years ago, actually, in 2001. And uh, I was one out of eight students out of several thousands who applied for that study. So I really felt special for years. I really felt special. Maybe I was. I don't know. Um, when I came out, I had, I had one target. That was to be successful. That was to all the good parts, putting my name on the boats, working with the best directors, being something in the rest of the world's eyes. 
in a very short period of maybe half a year, I started losing myself in that loop. Start chasing that success. And very, very quickly, I lost what in the first day that we started this thing calling acting, which was a big, real dream I had since I was a child. Mm-hmm. I was chasing it so hard. So the way I got desperate. And the more I was chasing it, the more desperate I got, the more I moved away from really driving me from the beginning and best jobs I got. Because nobody wants to work with people who are desperate. Nobody wants to be a boyfriend or a girlfriend with somebody who's desperate. Yes. And what I was doing as well, or, or a consequence of that um, thing was that I also lost my ability to be creative and to uh, to look you no know, anywhere else than just ahead and um slowly slowly i went into a depression i went into a stress um uh, stress period of my life and i started building up lies around me because i got more and more unemployed because i was more and more focused in a very desperate way get that achievement be that entry I have put up my own head. So at some point I had these stories about myself. So if I went out of my apartment, the library, if I met somebody uh, within the industry and they would ask me, well, what are you doing at the moment, Andre? I would always say, well, I'm doing something very interesting. I can't tell you something. I can't tell you about it. Can't tell you about it because is something extraordinary <laughs> and, um, and I have to keep my mouth shut because uh, otherwise I promise that. But wait and see, you know? It was a big lie. I was digging that hole deeper and deeper and deeper and one day just had a crazy breakdown. And that was the day where I decided, well, Andre, you need to reboot yourself need to get back to the roots. need to be, again, be the captain on the ship. Start you know, coming back in, 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 in what is real and, 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 and what makes you happy. And uh, from that day, and it was one day, I separated 20 years of dreams, four years on a highly... Uh, something school in, in Denmark. Then I just quit it. Quitted it from one day to the other, and that was the best decision I ever made in my life. And I'm still befitting of that decision today. Because that was the day where I um, dared do something that really gave me emotional happiness and uh, gave me life back. Mm-hmm. From that day on, I have been very courageous. I would say that after taking a lot of choices and decisions, I have you know quitted well-paid jobs to let's say open a restaurant, which is not. I mean, there's no security in that at all. Um, a lot of things that I did because I felt that that was the right thing to do. 
if I didn't succeed, well, I would still be very, very happy. And uh, of course, I would. Then I just had to try again if I didn't succeed. So. What a beautiful story. It's a beautiful story also that is a testament to, to all of us and to you just to understand what happens when we chase that illusion of the mm-hmm. dream that somebody told us it's success or that we kind of see from the external reality, right? Because at mm-hmm. that time when you were you know, training to be an actor and then starting your career, of course, you, know, you measure yourself, you reposition yourself towards somebody else who is successful. You define, here is what I need to be. I need to work with the successful directors. I need to be in the movies. I need to be in productions. And then you build that image and chase that success. So, you know, they're part of redefinition of success that you and I are talking about is how can we drop that notion of chasing success? And allow the success to come to us, right? So instead of facing mm. that dream that is that is not out there, allowing it to come up, and also the courage to to know when you have to stop, mm. when it's kind of working against you, right? Because mm. at that moment in your life, that was working against you, not for you. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, but are you living your life for winning, or are you living your life not not losing? Mm-hmm. Once read a beautiful book about that. Are you living your life really winning? And I'm not meaning winning for somebody else. Winning in your own life. Mm-hmm. Um, doing what really gives you fulfillment. Or are you living your life not losing? Which means you could be highly successful. I mean, you could be the most well-paid something in the world. You're maybe doing something that you are not happy with. Yeah. And then you will burn out because you are very successful. You're also very depressed. Yeah. Um, and I don't believe that you can be very fulfilled, very depressed at the same time. For me, that is two very different things. Yeah. You can be very fulfilled and fail. You can be very fulfilled and be successful. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I tried both. I also tried to be very depressed <laughs> and very failure. <laughs> that is a very shitty place to be because uh, that's a very deep hole so so I think we have to ask ourselves are we are we doing what we really want to do this um, guy I don't know if you heard about him his name was Dick Leiter mm-hmm. uh, he made a very interesting survey back in the 70s and, and 80s where he interviewed hundreds of, of very old people uh, and he asked them, well, if you could live your life again, um, the experiences you have now, what would you change? What would you do differently? And of course, a lot of uh, different answers came. He could all, he could, he could place them all in three different categories. Mm-hmm. And the uh, first one was they wanted to see, would have liked to see, be able to see their life in a bigger picture mm-hmm. while they had their life in front of them. Mm-hmm. Instead of living day to day, wait until tomorrow with this beautiful decision that would really like to if they had waited and they waited and they waited and they, they were afraid of the way of life mm-hmm. and stayed where they were secure. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, mm-hmm. that was one of the key answers. The other one was, um, uh, the other one was that it would have, it would, would like to be more courageous. Mm-hmm. Um, courageous, and then again, courageous 
to 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 take choices that uh, lead them to no success. Mm-hmm. To bring them out of the security, out of the secure secure space they were in. And and the last question or the last answer was that I'd like to be more for other people. Mm-hmm. That was the three key answers these uh, old people came with. And uh, I think it's very interesting, especially the second one, to be more courageous. Mm-hmm. And, um, I see a lot of people around me who really, also close friends of mine, mm-hmm. really dream about, you know, doing something. And they're just not doing it because will happen if they if they fail or what happen if they, then what yeah, then what I don't know then what and, uh, you'll still you know have your kids and fridge and you, you'll still I mean you will survive yeah um, so um, yeah that fear of failure it's a big one you know that fear of how we've been conditioned in our educational system not to love and honor the feel of fear of failure. Mm-hmm. See it as a learning moment that when you fail in this courageous engagement with life and you don't succeed or you mess up or you do something incorrect, you make mistakes. Even if you, know, if you go making mistakes, mm-hmm. it's actually not celebrated as a learning moment, right? Because mm-hmm. you know, from there, you learn. Actually, exactly. How else would you learn? <laughs> you learn, you grow, and you discover that it's not dangerous. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it it man, it should be incorporated in the school system. Exactly. Something called the the lessons of failure. Yes. We just fail and get used to that feeling. Yeah. And, and 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 not getting um and, and and try to learn to to not getting humiliated or embarrassed or, mm-hmm. or having these bad feelings about it. But, you know, being able to 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 look ourselves in the mirror and say, Well, then what? I tried at least, I tried. Exactly. It has nothing to do with me in eyes of other people. Actually, I don't care. I'm living my life. So really, you know, I have the desire for. Yeah. yeah. So that fear of failure is the big one. And we decoded that. So we're inviting the audience, you know, when you feel that inside of you, you know, see it for what it really is and begin redefining that, you know, fear to engage, fear to mm-hmm. fail as a learning moment, okay? remember when you were a little child, when you were learning how to walk or ride the bike or uh, hop on the skateboard or, you know, anything that you learned, you, you failed many, many times before you were exactly. able to do that skill. So actually it can be fun. You know, this is what I'm saying. Sometimes failure, if it's not too serious, right? In a, mm. in a grown up content, it can be fun to try to fail, but we need to also create a culture around us that empowers and encourages that. Mm. Yeah, and then also what you mentioned, which I really love, which is you know courageousness. So when you coach people or you coach yourself and you look into life in itself, what do you feel prevents people of being more courageous? What is that that stops us, yourself, me, everybody who is listening, to kind of take the life <laughs> courage? I mean. It's 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 a very very interesting question, and it's also a very difficult question to 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 have the final answer on. And of course, mm. none of us have that. But yeah. I think 
first of all, I think it's very, very difficult, at least for me, to coach myself. Because I'm very, as everybody else, very unconscious. <laughs> and I am driven of un- unconscious patterns. So, so, you know, I can not always walk my own talk. Uh, yeah. But at least um, trying. Uh, I think, I don't know, I think it's unconsciousness. Mm-hmm. I think that it is something, uh, you know, we have, we have some thoughts and we have some feelings and, and that, in a way, is preventing us mm-hmm. from, from doing that. And in a way, I mean, we could start thinking about what we're thinking mm-hmm. and start evaluating our feelings and our, our emotions and our, our, our thoughts and, and, and try to go meter, meter on them and, and, and ask ourselves, why am I thinking what I'm thinking and why do I feel what I feel? Is that beneficial for me? Mm-hmm. Why is that stopping myself from going somewhere? Mm-hmm. So, so start being, try if, <laughs> find a coach or try yourself to start thinking about what you're thinking instead of automatically just being in that wheel of, 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 of slave thoughts that are just, you know, turning around and, Mm-hmm. Remember, it's like 70, 80% of our thoughts are repeatedly same and the same and the same, always circling about negative things, you know, things yeah. you want to avoid or yes. stuff like that. And and maybe start beginning to replace. Mm-hmm. I mean, now we're going into cognitive therapy, but start trying to try to replace these negative automatic thoughts Mm-hmm. something positive, something that are actually beneficial and often also more aligned to reality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, so I would see uh, that seeing a coach or a exactly. Or, exactly. And I love that you're saying that unconscious behavior and then from unconscious behavior, creating this awareness that you're thinking about your thoughts, that you're listening to that inner dialogue. What is the narrative that you keep on saying to yourself? Because on a certain level, if we don't become aware of our thoughts and we don't understand what we're thinking and we don't illuminate some kind of light through conversation, through coaching, through being with a friend, through journaling, you know, self-reflection exercises, then we can be really stuck in, in not being willing to take these courageous steps into our life because something is holding us back. And that mm-hmm. something that is holding us back can be any negative pattern, any negative experience, limiting belief. You know, mm-hmm. something that happened in the past, the experience when we failed and now we don't want to repeat it again because we're afraid of failure as we talk so far. So unconscious plays a lot of, you know, space in, in enabling us to courageously engage in life. Mm-hmm. And, and as you said from the beginning, you know, your definition of success, what I've heard, which I really love, it's, you know, being able to engage with life, being able mm-hmm. to really try things out and being able to play and create your own, you know, success. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So when you, when you see yourself today, you know, and you see all of the different ac- activities uh, that you've done in your life, would you, would you say that you're successful? So how do you see yourself now? In your own definition of success, I'm not talking. In my about own the- definition of success, yeah, I would say I'm I'm pretty successful. In my own definition of success, yeah. Yeah, I think I am. I'm doing right now. I have the best years of my life right now, work-wise, and I'm not um, I'm not stopping here. Right. Um, I am not rich. I am not a world famous actor. I have something to have. 
parts and stuff. And I have, I have this, uh, these um, external things that you were talking about in the beginning in my presentation. I, have, I mean, I have you know, something I can show, you know. I have my medals. Something. You're saying you achieved certain things. I achieved problem. something, yeah, definitely. Uh, um, so, 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 yeah, I feel successful because right now I'm living a life where I'm actually um, um, I am in a very secure place, in a way. Mm-hmm. Because uh, I'm out there. Everything can happen. Mm-hmm. That really uh, makes me happy. Um, it would be more wise mm-hmm. if people said maybe somebody said mm-hmm. me, so at least my mom said to to uh, find a real job you know with a pin, with, a, <laughs> with, with with I can save some pension money for my pension and uh, you know things you know seven weeks of paid holiday a year and stuff like that yeah no no I feel like uh, no, I have not much savings, but what I have, I'm almost there now where I'm, put, I'm, I'm, I'm working on, a, on another project um, in Copenhagen uh, with, with, with somebody I know. Really to risk it all. Mm-hmm. And that is maybe saying something about where I am in my life. Because if I'm risking, if, 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 that, if that project won't succeed, um, well, I still have my restaurant and I still, you know, are able to make money 25 years more at least, but uh, then I would lose everything. I lose everything. <laughs> I think many, many people would say, well, that is, uh, that is so stupid. I mean, that is, um, <laughs> that, that is not wise. For me, it makes sense because I am here such a short period of time. And I also want to be a role model for my kids. Yeah. I also want to show them they have to, to I mean, it's not dangerous to, to be out there looking for the dreams, yeah. uh, taking chances. Uh, of course, in a certain way aligned to some reality. Of course, we shouldn't be stupid. Uh, unwise. Mm-hmm. I mean, but we are capable of doing much more in life than we are. And in a way, it's not that dangerous. Mm-hmm. People think it is. It's not that dangerous. You know that's right, no? Yeah, 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 yeah. I know that. And I love that. And I love that you're putting your life on the line, you know, and you're experimenting. That also is the testament because sometimes with that courage, when you feel certain things inside of yourself and you know this is where you need to go, right? You follow your heart. I think that success follows naturally. For me, whenever I put myself into situation that were outside of box for me or outside of what I believed was possible or something that really stretched me. Like when you're doing the sports or you're, you're practicing yoga and you have to get into the movement or you have to lift the weight that it's really kind of a little bit uncomfortable, but you do it. Mm. For me, that's how I stretch myself throughout my entire life to kind of get into the space of mm. fulfillment that you say it's success, but also to overexceed my own expectations and to surprise myself. Mm. And to be courageous, mm. you know. So I think that the invitation for everybody is like, you know, slowly and gently get out of these comfort zones, you know, mm. challenge yourself, you know, to really feel alive. And I think mm. that feeling of feeling alive, it's for me the success in itself. You know, mm. if you are exactly with the, yeah, 
if you are with the success of financial wealth and abundance, but you don't feel that aliveness inside of you, don't feel that creative energy, the juice, the courageousness, that, that it's you're just living, but you're not mm. really living. <laughs> so we would love to invite people to live, right? But that was wonderful, wonderful expression because I totally agree. And I think that's the core of success, feeling alive. Mm-hmm. Feeling alive. As you're saying, it's a bit of a cliche, but start getting, try to get comfortable with the uncomfortable. Yeah. Like start to, to, to expand the comfortable zone you have. Mm-hmm. You start yeah, taking small steps. That's also what we learn our kids, right? Yes. So, uh, oh, but we... Yeah. So... Tell me about your book, because we don't have that much time. Delivery. Is that about how to successfully use presentation skills to really show up in your life? What is delivery about? <laughs> it's about earning money uh, and not being happy. It's a wonderful book that... Uh, <laughs> no, it's not. It, it, it is, it, oh, it's a book I wrote some years ago, and it's a book about uh, delivering... Um, speeches in front of audience, something that is very fearful for many people. So yeah. it's it's um it's it's a small handbook, with, and that was the purpose to 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 make it easy to to grasp and easy to use. It's very user friendly with some good tips and tricks. The next time people say you're standing in front of of an audience, you're getting nervous. How to prepare yourself? Some tricks to or some Good tips to how to to um, to pair and 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 conduct the the, the speech and and, um, and not being too afraid in a way. I mean, in, in a way, start enjoying being in that. Yeah, place. many people, many many people struggle with that. I've coached people in organizations, yeah. even the small business owners. It's not a comfortable spot for, for a lot of people to stand in front of people. So, you know, I, I'm happy that delivery, it's kind of giving people necessary skills and tools and frameworks and ability to breed that confidence up and to start enjoying presenting yeah. to other people. So I think that's, that's lovely. So how can people find that? Is, it, is that book available because it's in English all around or is it only available in Denmark at this moment in time? Should I be honest? Yes. I don't know. <laughs> okay, we'll Google. I don't know. So, I mean, it's quite a few years since I wrote it, and uh, I kind of uh, just out there somewhere. Uh, you can buy it in stores in Copenhagen and you know different places. I think it's on Amazon or something. I think you can buy it on Amazon. Yeah, I think so. that that, yeah. that tells us the detachment of the creation. You gave the birth to it, and now it's living. You're a good father, you're a good father. You allow your child to live its own life. It will come and tell you where it is. <laughs> exactly. All right. So we have a few minutes left until the end of the recording. So where would you love to leave audience with them? Anything that you that you would love them to practice or play with or experiment? Anything that you would love to empower people who are listening to this podcast to try to do or to do differently in order for them to really reconnect to that deeper sense of success that we call fulfillment and, and ability to engage in life, ability to feel alive. So, Because we really would love everybody to start thinking about it because what Andre and I are talking about is redefining success and looking into success from completely different lenses, right? Mm. Not striving, not thriving, not chasing the illusion of the dream that somebody else has presented to you through the movies, books, commercials, advertising, social construct, but to really feel what is that fulfillment for you? Mm. 
what feels right for you, what makes your heart sing and what makes your life. So this is where we would love you to feel and think and be. So Andre, anything that you would love to share or ask or, or in, encourage our audience to play with before we wrap up for today? I hope that this talk between us will create some reflections mm-hmm. for, the, for, the, for those who, who listen to it and um, or encourage people to, to, if I should encourage to just to read a book, I would, I would recommend the book Play to Win by Larry Wilson. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was one of the first books I read uh, when I went into this coaching uh, and, and uh, yeah, this industry, and it was maybe the most inspirational book I ever read. Um, also came in a very on a very good time in my life. Um, so, "Play to Win" by Larry Wilson and Hirsch Wilson, and then I don't know. I think that if everything has been said, you know, I would say it's not that dangerous. Keep on saying that to yourself. It's not that dangerous. And am I, if I should be very honest, am I living life I really want to live? Mm-hmm. Am I truly happy? And I know we cannot be happy all this time. Mm-hmm. It's also an addiction. It's also okay sometimes to just spend some years rooting mm-hmm. your life and just be happy with what you have. Be sane about that, present, mm-hmm. and not chasing Fulfillment rabbit, because that could also be mm-hmm. rabbit. Mm-hmm. Um, are you really, really, truly living life, uh, living, uh, you, or you will live, or are you going uh, going around with this small dream about doing something differently? You don't dare to do because yeah. because of a lot of, of, of things. And I would um, I would encourage you to. Maybe talk to somebody about it because it's very difficult, at least for me, coach myself. You could be very aware about things, but your unconscious mind and bias will always start working and, and manip- manipulate your brain uh, and, and then um, your behavior. So, so, um, so, so, so take it seriously and invest some money and some time seeing somebody who can help you asking the right questions and, 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 and help you hold your hand. First steps to happiness. <laughs> Wonderful. Wonderful. What a great and joyful and lovely conversation about the redefinition of success. Sandra, thank you so much for coming to the podcast. We're really grateful and happy. You have elevated your heart, our heart, your heart, our soul, our minds to the next level of itself. We're super grateful. To the audience, thank you so much for tuning in, for listening, for being and following this podcast. Andrew, thank you so much. We'll see each other soon. Thank you so much. I could be. Thank you so much, Sonia.